hi. Hello. I am sorry. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> so if you've been listening along, we have been uh, doing our little dystopian trilogy. So we did 12 Monkeys. We did Waterworld, which we could all agree was bad. Now we got to the one that inspired this trilogy because Bruce really wanted to talk about. We're doing from uh, only a few years ago from Oscar winning uh, director uh, Bong Joon Ho. That would be Snowpiercer, starring Ed Harris, Tilda Swinton, and a lot of other people. A lot of that guys. John. I mean, the cast alone is amazing. Like so. I have a lot to say about this film. I'm going to try to go quick. Let's talk about the good stuff before we get. I would rather uh, have eaten a baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey, John Hart's arm's probably very tasty. Probably. I would think it would be stringy and gamey, and an hour later you'll be hungry again, but that's just my opinion. Okay. I mean, I get it. This is the divine comedy crossed with speed. That's what this is. I get it. But it's so, so stupid. Well, it's just a weird one because there's a lot of other things. I mean, look, Bong Joon Ho's Korean director, he doesn't speak English. So that's something that should be addressed that he was directing them via translator. But uh, he's also a fantastic director. If you ever see The Host, it's a great movie. Uh, Train to Busan Parasite. is also really good. Yeah, yeah, and I of mean, course, Parasite is fantastic. You've seen Parasite watch. I, I should have been more clear. This is the Divine Comedy crossed with Speed crossed with Old Boy. Yes, that's actually a great comparison. <laughs> so, things I really liked about this film, uh, I think the direction is fine. I don't think the translator really um, had any. You know, there was, I don't think there was a problem. I think his direction is fine. I think the cinematography is pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, especially how tight it is. Uh, Chris Evans deserves an Oscar for the baby sequence because he didn't laugh. Like, how could he deliver that dialogue without laughing? Right. I I think that's a really powerful scene. I think all the actors. I think, uh, um, uh, what's the name of the guy, the the chrono addict? Uh, yeah. Can't. Old boy. I played old boy. Yeah, he, he's yeah. Him and uh, the his 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 in character daughter both put in great performances. Um. My favorite line is, he says, you're all fucked now, uh, when the lights go out in the train. Uh, that train battle in the dark with the actors yeah. is absolutely wonderful as, as a sequence. Okay, you're, you're using words that are inappropriate here. You are using words that would imply that, what the fuck, where were all these axes? They didn't have them ten minutes ago. Where? Why is our train uh, full of axes? Bruce, Bruce, we're doing the bad stuff later. Okay, but none of it is untainted. Every aware single of frame of this film, I was like, what? Why? No! They're, like, this movie is made of the eradication of the suspension of disbelief. There is not one thing in it that makes any fucking sense. Yeah, but as a, it's not supposed to, though. As a distinct <laughs> sequence of events unrelated to anything else, it is a beautiful sequence and it's well shot. I said the same thing about um, the train heist in Han Solo. Um, and I stand by it. I think that as a separate sequence that you go watch on YouTube as an example of here's how to shoot an action sequence in an unusual location with unusual goals, that things are visually obvious and that um, attention to detail is paid. I think that it is a great sequence. Yes. It was not a Transformers movie. You are correct. I mean, you can tell absolutely. what's happening. That's somebody getting an axe in the head is perfectly clear. I thought it was a great sequence as a sequence. However... 
I'm almost done with the good stuff in this film. The acting is great. Uh, John Hurt is good. Ed Harris. Ed Harris is my favorite character, actually, because he's just so yeah. fucking offhand about everything. And I love it. It reminds me of his performance in um, The Truman Show. Yes. Um, and he, that's probably why he got cast. I Well, uh, according to some research I did, he read the script. The like, uh, they were going to pick someone else, and they decided, no, no, we, we, let, let's do Ed Harris. He's, he's pretty cool. And, they, and he wasn't going to do it. And then he read the script, and he's like, yeah, okay, now I'm doing it. So, yeah. Again, I, I sort of see that. But, like, honestly, I think that they could have redeemed this with, like, a Truman Show ending. Or, or what was the uh, – they did that uh, sci-fi series where it was like two seasons or three seasons of them all thinking they're on an interstellar you know, colony mission that was set from the 60s. And like it turns out it was just a big elaborate psychological experiment. Like that also could have redeemed this film and made it make some kind of fucking sense. I, I agree 100 percent because getting into the bad stuff of this film – and Tom, I know people are going to be mad because this, this movie is super highly regarded by critics. This movie has amazing – people love this movie. This is pe some people's favorite movie. This has sci-fi – this unites sci-fi fans. This unites old boy fans. This unites a whole bunch of people, and I'm about and, to – I'm about to take a and giant for a long time, everybody thought bathing made you sick, and the world was flat, and the moon was made of cheese. People are wrong and stupid. This wrong the movie is wrong and stupid. The world should burn. We all deserve that. I Bruce should make a great person on this track. I honestly kind of agree with Bruce here. This movie – why is this movie so popular and well-regarded other than it's well shot? You know what? You can take a turd and you can polish it and encase it in bronze and really art it up and make it the most beautiful, polished piece of shit that anyone has ever seen. But at its core, it's still a piece of shit. Well, I mean, let's also point out this show, this movie has been so popular, even though it wasn't a big box of it, they made a, a TV series that's now been announced to get its third season. I don't care that they so, made a TV series. They made a TV series out of Manimal. So making a TV series out of it doesn't mean it's good. They made a TV no, series out of fucking Logan's Run, and it was atrocious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think w what you're hitting at, too, is it's such a bizarre thing. But I, critics love it because it's so bizarre. They love the fact that it was well shot. They love the fact that it's a tight, you know, visual feast. They love the fact the actors are either overacting or doing exactly the balance. Like Chris Evans, I give total credit. You're right. He never overdoes it. He is about as... But no, no, I'm going to just nail this backward. If Terry Gilliam had done this thing, and I always thought Gilliam, like, is that, are they making an illusion here? Is that why the character is called Gilliam? But like, I'm like, if Terry Gilliam had done this, then it had been, it had been fine because it would have been campy and ridiculous. The fact that they play it so straight makes this work. Yes, this is 100% played as serious and straight as you can. And I simply do not buy it. If this had had even a little wink and a nod at camp, and I know, I know people say it's. Campy. I actually think they are camp. See, I'm the other. There is zero camp in this at all. There is nothing campy about this. And, and like, if you go watch Old Boy, you'll see the difference. Old Boy also is dark and awful, but clearly utterly ridiculous. You can do it and not be Gilliam about it. Um, I, I no, they, 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 this film misses. It misses everything it's shooting for. Everything they're trying to do here, they fail. I, I, I. I mean, uh, yeah. yes, it looks good, but it doesn't really like nobody actually comes out of this like, wow, they're somehow out here after um, a thousand mile an hour derailment, at which point they'd be jelly. But fuck it. They're not jelly. Um, and oh, look, we found parka for a child sized parka. Like, 
no one was wearing anyway because they could have been. But no, no, fine. And there's a bear, and oh well, fine. That that's the end. I mean, it's Yay! not that. Why is there so? There is no redemption here. There is nothing. Chris Evans looking like his heart is ripped out at the end of this is the appropriate ending. This thing was horrible and made no sense. Why, God, why? Please kill. Yes, me. I'm that gonna go the on. End of this movie. This is the one time when Bruce and I are literally in solid agreement. This movie's story is so stupid it makes me angry. I have. I, I'll even buy that mankind does something stupid and ruins the environment. Sure, that's a fine movie trope why does it have to be a goddamn train why is it a why is thomas the fucking tank engine in this if your thing will make perpetual energy you don't need a fucking train just make a put it in the middle of a complex bury it by the way did you know did you know that if you just go about a mile down at 65 degrees no matter how fucking cold it is up top because the earth's core is molten so really if we were going to freeze it all over with the air and have a problem with that we could just dig tunnels also no also both the movie and the tv show because i went and read up on the tv show for this because i wanted to get in there and say this is stupid and here's why the movie and the tv show imply they never come out and say it but they imply that the snap freeze happened all at once because they release cw in 2014 and the train launches in 2014 right that is less than a year where'd they get the, the track? earth to the fucking track. freeze that is where the fuck there? is there a circumnavigating track they could even have a train on and how do they have oh, a he'd already built it. engine ready to go and and oh by the way 10 miles of train cars no! no no that's fine i actually get that because they 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 talk about releasing the gas for years beforehand and you could you could say okay he anticipated that it was going to go to shit so he built the train but i guess the question here is why a where fucking the fuck train get a track that circumnavigates the world how many international agreements would that require how do you keep that a secret it's going to be in the middle of something. no it wasn't a no! secret that's the whole thing it wasn't a secret this was absolutely but it was it was it was pitched as a luxury liner like i mean it's a it's dumb a, idea it's a but Disney, a, a so rich is that, the, is that in the tv show no no that's in the movie that... they talk about it in the little the little video the kids watch in the kindergarten scene oh i didn't I, at that point i think i probably had checked out I, I yeah the little video i mean it doesn't tell you a lot but it basically says this is a luxury train it's going to circumvent the world because basically the, the summary is rich old man has crazy idea has the money to fund it and does it's not that complicated Okay. No, it's 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 something Walt Disney would have built. Well, but no, it would have taken like twenty years to get that up and running, though. Like to make. Well, well the, yeah, like, the, the, for... the conceit there is that they just paid for the interconnects that they used existing rail lines otherwise. Yeah. Which, well, how did they cross the fucking? Ocean? They built a fucking bridge. I don't fucking know, dude. Anyway, it doesn't matter because it's stupid. It's stupid. Why a fucking train? So this thing. So apparently, the world freezes super fucking fast. Like literally months after they release this gas. A, that's not how science works, which we talked about in fucking Waterworld. Um, <laughs> B, they would have had time. C, perpetual motion engine. Cool. Why do you need to have a circumnavigational track around the world? Why don't you just build a little circle in like Chicago? And right, have it go right, around the right. city. Like, okay, say it has to move, right? Say the train has to move. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Fine. Right. How do you get Who off? Who gives a shit? It goes in a circle. Who gives a shit? You know what you right. use that for? To generate energy. If you already have the train going in a circle, you can basically have a bar going into the center, and it acts as the fucking motor, and it just continually spins and powers up Chicago. A what? fucking merry-go-round. What the yes, fuck is this? Why? Why is there a goddamn train? And then the whole thing about the tailies, and I'm like, oh, they use the kids. And this all makes no sense from beginning to end. Nothing here makes logical sense with the, with the exception of one thing, which is why are they eating bugs? 
Because that actually makes sense, given yeah, his... that, that that makes reasonable sense. That's what you'd do. And like, why is everyone so freaked out and unhappy about eating bugs? It's yeah, everyone's like, oh, like bugs! Like, you know what? It's jelly. It's, it's bugs, guys. It's fine. You're, you're eating jelly. Yeah. You know what? Well, it's not a big deal. That is like the thing that they're all upset about. No, actually, I'm more impressed. Like, okay, hang on. Let's just talk about some other things. Like the Firefly set directors needed to be called in here because nothing here is functional or makes any sense. All right, it's it's gonna be ten miles long, right? Right. No one's ever walk the whole length of it like what why never mind ed harris you're you're clearly coked to the gills we're just gonna let you have your delusions all right now let's just talk about the arrangement 10 miles to walk is three hours so let well, like well, me back Earth. up the reason he's okay. saying 10 miles is because the train in the movie which is different from the train in both the comic this is based on which is french and the tv series is about 60 to 70 train cars long it's not actually established in the show in the movie but based on what the director has said and some other interviews i sort of pieced together that it's about 60 to 70 train cars long which is rough given the standard size of a train car blah blah blah, blah about 10 miles like bruce said continue bruce right right so it's 10 miles long so like and now here are things you can't do with a train you can't pipe water between the cars unless you use flexible hosing. And by the way, it's so cold that a human arm will freeze solid in seven minutes. So you can't actually run it through the exterior. So they, they're either using a bucket brigade to move water around or they have internal to the cars hosing, which you never see. No. One. Two, the food distribution can't just go from back to front. That won't work. Literally, you can't push the carts in a reasonable way. And and for that matter, for fuck's sake, all those eggs. Do you know how many chickens that is? Do you know how where did we see no live chickens? I don't remember. Um, for fuck's sake, no. Well, to be no, fair, that was mostly that. guns. Right, right. But it's guns and chickens. But like, and then we we're gonna go further with this, okay? We're gonna go further with this. Um, they clearly have phone technology that worked, but they hit it. Well, first of all, how the hell fuck Gilliam going to have four-hour conversations and nobody noticed? They lived two feet from each other back there. Never mind. Fine. Um, it, it, they have phone technology. There's easy, quick communication back to front um, available, but they choose to kind of conceal that fact for fucking reasons. I don't know. Oh, no, that is actually like explained. I mean, it's a dumb reason, but it is explained because Ed Harris... <laughs> I'm not going to call him Wilford. His name is Ed Harris. Ed Harris says, oh, we have to maintain uh, a state of uncertainty and, and fear, and if we can't have it, we'll just make it. So clearly they did it on purpose. It's dumb. You would still let your guards communicate. I, I, still let your I'm not saying – no, no, because no, then they use – that's what Minister Absolutely. Mason is for. And they can call forward because you see Minister Mason does pick up the phone during dude's arm lopping or whatever the fuck it was called. She picks up the phone and says, hey, is Wilfred there? And they're like, no, nah, he's very busy. Sorry. And so there is communication to the back. It's just not. Right, but it's shitty. I mean, yeah. And they deliberately have it be shitty when it would be so much more useful for it to be good. Um, but let's not even. And and just the, you would never actually stratify it this way because it would make every fucking thing harder. You would, in fact, alternate your cars so that there's a food production car serving the two passenger cars immediately on either side of it. One fore, one aft. Why? So that you're not having to walk everything through everything else. You would absolutely distribute this. You would have to. Or else it's literally someone is walking the whole length or you have a bucket for grade for everything. 
Okay, but you got to remember this whole movie is about class. Right, uh, right, right. No, no, that's what I'm saying. The best possible way to frame this movie. This movie needed to be the Divine Comedy, like ten percent more. It absolutely needed to be Lost. They're all dead. This is hell. It's a metaphor. Yeah, it had to be that hardcore. Lean into the metaphor. Physically, what it is. They needed it to. This movie should have ended with the revelation that this is all in the Matrix, and like he wakes up and he's in a pod at the end, or any other fucking thing than pretending it is some semblance of physical reality. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It needed to end like Brazil. This movie needed to end with him in a fucking coma or something in like a hospital, or it needed to be this is hell. It like the you know maybe like a movie like the good you know something like the good place where they wake up and they think it's hell but it's actually heaven and this is purgatory like moving to the front of the train is purgatory is like that yeah. that's that's you're traveling through purgatory because you're moving upwards and upwards and upwards you know really lean into that metaphor the fact that it's played so fucking straight the fact that there is no indication that this is any kind of fully metaphorical situation the fact that the science is so stupid and dumb but the bathrooms look like alien breeding pods what the fuck that was a sauna by the way the yellow room it still doesn't look like any actual function human naked and steam place in the universe it looked like a set from the movie alien yeah it did this should have been completely metaphorical this should have been anything but what it was it was played so straight and it's so dumb because of it it fails to evoke anything in me other than going that's fucking bullshit that's fucking bullshit oh that's a kind of a cool scene but it's still fucking bullshit oh by the way did you know that a human being can't cut their own arm off and then have a conversation did you know that Uh, apparently they have lightsabers That, that's that's the only thing I can come up with is, oh, they must have lightsabers. Except for that one time. Like, apparently... And- you have to admit, when he sticks his arm out of the train... I, I, did you know that blood goes cold. through your arm and that you'd be freezing your blood if it was that cold? That is correct. You'd be freezing be your... If it, if it took- did you know he'd just be fucking dead? Yeah, that guy should have no, been dead. It's so goddamn stupid. It is so... Well, I mean, he's, they're torturing him stupid. on purpose. I think the point sure, is he would be dead. Sure, think about how much soon. time has passed. No, he lived. He deliberately lived. You see him that he lived in some... Yeah, he lived. He's in the movie. He's a main character. Here's the thing. But also, that also, I think that's supposed to be clue. Also, it's not as cold outside as they're implying. It the fucking froze the arm to solid in seven exactly minutes. It, is that cold. it doesn't matter because how much time passes between that scene and them moving forward in the truck? A lot because his whole arm is healed up and become a nub. If you just break a fucking frozen arm off, you've still got a lot of shit going on there. There is no way. There is yeah. no way this his arm was movie... where it was. To pretend that this movie happens in physical reality is offensive. I am offended. No, I want to sue them for well, if, if, if that. Was, if the point was wrong. we're not supposed to assume this is physical reality, why didn't they lean into it? Right. Why did they not lean into that? And there is zero anything. This should have been fucking Jacob's ladder, and it not. wasn't. This is Jacob's train cars, and it's dumb as shit. Correct. No, they, they they are wrong, and they should feel bad, and they are shamed, and this is awful, and everyone involved with this should carry the taint with them till death. Should we talk about the Willy oh, Wonka yes. theory? I love this theory, because then it actually makes sense. Because, and I quote from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the movie, it's candy. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> the, why is it a train? Because Willy Wonka. Why does Curtis have to eat people? Willy Wonka said so. Why do they? Why do they dress like a wizard? Weirdos. Oompa Loompas die. Yeah. Why do we have to put children in the in the thing? Because the Oompa Loompas are all dead. 
Yeah. Now, another one I've got is just like the opening shots of the tail section. That grime is all like diesel punk grime. There's nothing here that would make that grime. They should be dirty, yes. It should be biological dirt. It should look like humans in cages dirt. It should not be grimy. There's nothing. There's no source of grime. I agree. There's no machinery back there to grime it up. Like, this is basically, they took a set from 12 Monkeys and just tied it onto the end of a train. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, you can see the director's borrowing from... Right, but they really did this with... It's, you know, he's borrowing... Sure, you can borrow all you want, no. but you have to tie it together in a way that makes some kind What's of sense. so offensive of this? What's so offensive about this is that they knew they didn't have to. That's what's offensive, Will, is they knew they need they had they knew it could not possibly you can't have been involved with writing this and actually understand how grammar works and logical causation, therefore, and not understand that this is stupid. You you can't not understand that this is stupid. They just figured, fuck it, it doesn't have to make sense. The audience will like it because it's shiny and interesting shot. Like, well, this it. is offensive because it's deliberately yeah, I mean, it's got Captain a thumb America, yeah. in the eye of the concept of the suspension of disbelief it is spitting in the audience's face and knowing they're going to lick it up this is Waterworld with a better director and better acting i mean no, no. water world oh, yeah, water world they sort of actually believe their own idea this thing has to be this is impossible to know well, let's cynical, let me jaded pissing on the let audience. me back it up a couple steps uh first i'm going to talk about the origins of this movie so this movie started as a comic book from France called uh, Le. Uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, hold on, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's 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 matter. it translates, and in that it's like a thousand car, like it's a thousand and one cars. And at the end of that comic, essentially, the train is in fact a giant metaphor that crashes into a mountain. I mean that's that's what happens. Like it's all super metaphorical, and everyone's like, "This is how it had to be," and they're kind of like, "Well." Maybe, but next time around, we'll get it right. And you're like, what do you mean next time around? And then it's over. And you're like, oh, it was probably one of those cyclical things like purgatory or whatever. And you can kind of step away from it like that, and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about the Willy Wonka theory. So there's a guy on YouTube. Uh, the channel is called Rhino Stew. I want to make sure we let people know that this is not our idea, that I got this from a YouTuber. So you go check it out. You just look up Wonka Piercer on YouTube. It's great. Um, and his favorite movie in the world is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Great movie. I, I love that movie. It's fun. It's entertaining. Uh, Gene Wilder, hooray. Everything's good. Um, also terrifying in some ways. <laughs> and <laughs> this guy's theory is basically that Snowpiercer is actually a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And that uh, Ed Harris's character is actually a grown-up, insane Charlie Bucket who's taken on an alliterative W name and creates a crazy train with weird stuff and, and, and insanely decadent and over-engineered nonsense because he learned from Willy Wonka. And honestly, I could see it. I, I could see all the points. Yeah, just – and let's also not forget, Veruca – Well, I mean that's one of the, the, the things that he kind of puts in the – this maybe is a little crazier. But yeah, you and, and then – Actually, I believe it because when I first saw it, I was like, oh yeah, she it does. It, uh, I, I can definitely see the resemblance. I mean, the Tilda Swindon character, uh, Minister Mason, does in fact have a lot of characteristics very similar to Veruca Salt in that movie. Very abrasive, insulting people, but also trying to be elegant and very sure of her position in life. Um, 
And so it makes sense. Uh, like Mike TV is the weird, invulnerable assassin guy. <laughs> Just makes me laugh. What is with that? Why are there some randomly magical characters? Old boy's daughter. By, wait, I can. Why was old boy in a morgue? And why did they leave him there with clothes? Why did they leave him with his precious cigarettes? Why no, that was a that wasn't a morgue. That's a that's a prison, and those are stasis pods. Basically, they're just shitty spaces pods. If they could do that, why didn't they do that with everybody? Never mind. Never you know mind, why they didn't mind, do that with everybody? Mind. Because they're stupid. That's why. Okay. Okay. We're just gonna keep going. Yeah. Never mind. But well, why no. are there some magical say, people? Because they why are some people that. clearly magical and they never even remark on it? Or no, it's only been seventeen years. Like I could be on this thing, and it started about twenty fourteen. I like ten. Like they should all remember the world. Right. They should all remember the world. All well, that, that maybe not the little um, kids, because if they were born on the train, I could get sure, that. But like the, everybody sure. else should know about the outside world and remember and, it. And and like the little magical train mysticism should probably not be that deep. Or why didn't they? just use jesusy stuff like jesusy yeah stuff. like why why like oh! also what so what the brainwashing technology that the front of the train must have must be incredibly powerful because you see you see multiple people get pulled out of the tail section and put into the various areas of the front section there's the guy who's running the the bug machine he's completely yeah, just run that on everybody they, they even comment on it like dude what the hell's wrong with you? he's like gotta keep the thing going gotta do my place gotta do it just use that beam on every single person in the tail section. You won't have any more fucking problems. I mean, and the guy who's playing the violin, he's like, "I'll come back. I'll come back." I'm, you know, they beat it. They beat the shit out of his wife. And then he, the next time they see him, they're like, "Man, he looks pretty good." And it's like, yeah, but he's not. He doesn't say a fucking word to you, and all he does is play the violin. And then there's the kid, the the the, not not Timmy, but the other the kid, Andy, kid, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the get back in the other machine. Yeah, like yeah. The kid yeah, Andy pops out of a little hole in the wall like the engine is fucked up because curtis has jammed his arm in to try to save timmy because he found right, right. timmy under the floorboards that's fine because appara apparently losing your arm is like the luke skywalker jesus thing. Uh, uh, yeah like stop it please i don't get it stop anyway it. so the machine basically freaks out is like i need someone to get in here and fix crap and little timmy pops out of a hole in the wall and gets in it and they're like hey hey timmy could you maybe stop and like help and timmy's just like nope gotta go get in the thing gotta go sit in the thing and yeah, Willie, like, and it's been two days. It's been, it's two, been two days. days. Willy Wonka even fucking comments on. It. He's like, no, nah, everybody knows their place. And he, and I love, I love the the Ed Harris commentary because he's basically, you can tell he doesn't give three shits about any of this, and he's ready to be done. He's like, man, I can't wait till this train crashes and I can stop being on this train. Not only does the kid willingly do it, he clearly knows what to do. And they built a whole panel like we can't replace the part that the kid's arm is twisting. Like it's a torque piece. You can fucking. You built a thing that lets the wall slide out so the kid can get in and be a lever. What? Yeah. It's just nightmare fuel. It is fine if this was like a magical vision of Or a metaphoric like fine. like Pan's Labyrinth or anything. Right. Or Jake – again, I go anything. back to Jacob's Ladder, which does this perfectly. Um, a, much, a very underrated movie, by the way, is Jacob's Ladder. Um, very movie, underrated. At the end of it, you realize – like they, they, they basically pan back and show you what's actually going on. I'm not going to give the spoiler. spoiler. I'm just going to say it. But they do show you that what you see yeah. mostly in the film is not what's actually happening. And right. it's very – and you basically realize, oh, a lot of this was metaphor. Yeah, it's – It's so good. Delusion, fever dream, hallucination. Anything. Any God I mean, maybe he went in for a root like canal. Chris Evans wakes up at the end and he's in a drawer with old boy. That would have been fun. Right. But it's not, and you're like, oh, why? <laughs> why is this movie? 
Uh, it's uh, so I like the Willy Wonka theory because if you go with the Willy Wonka theory, you can just say, "Oh, well, it's just Willy Wonka craziness." That's why everything's no, insane. No, you can't. That's just one of those things where there's a correlation between divorce rates in Maine and the price of yogurt, and somebody figured that they could make it out and pretend. And if that helps them recover sanity after, yeah, it helps me recover show, sanity. I, I'm not saying it makes them, me good. I'm just saying it helps but, me recover but sanity. But it doesn't. It, no, it doesn't make any good. I never said it did. It just makes me feel show. better, Bruce. It just makes me feel better about having wasted yeah, my time. It, it, it's fun and then to start with why i wanted to do this film in the first place is because before having viewed it and just being aware of like the synopsis and netflix and the synopsis of the and they made a show my first starting point of this was the amazing boggled mindset of how how do you elevator pitch this is it did somebody walk up and go i want to do jacob's ladder plus speed plus old boy and somebody said sure have 50 million dollars i don't understand how you pitch this how you treat is it how you whiteboard it and 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 get anyone to spend money on it how does this go to the have you seen the house and have you seen the box Tilda the Swinton to put this albatross around her neck how do you make her do that uh, the black well, thing is, it's they not an albatross. This movie is lauded. People love this movie, and I cannot figure out why. It's the fucking ray. They got them all with the fucking That's ray. That's right. They used the train ray. That's clearly <laughs> fucking Wonka vision. This is the worst thing we've seen on this. Uh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll step down. This is the worst I'm not going to say that. I think Waterworld is still worse because that has bad acting. This at least has good acting. Um, it's more... Yeah, but you see, but you and can't cripple the like budget. You're too. a good lawyer working for Trump, okay? It's not cool. It it denigrates your acting. Every, okay, again, the fact that Chris Evans, because I don't know, maybe he took like a handful of Valium before the scene or something, managed to play it straight through the cut arm off inspiration, eat babies speech. The fact that he was able to do that is not because he's a good actor. He should have walked off the set if he was a good actor. He should not have lent his talents to something so fucking stupid. I'll disagree. I think this is better than Waterworld, but I'm not going to say it's good. Oh, I agree. Just, I mean, better than Waterworld is one of the lowest possible bars you can leap over. When people with talent, okay. when good people do bad things, it's worse. Everybody involved with Waterworld, I believe it was the best they could fucking do, the goddamn imbeciles. Everybody involved with this should have known better. I don't know about that. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> well, now I will say this though: there is two things we haven't brought up. Is Harvey Weinstein was involved in the you know finance this film, and he apparently kept messing. Harvey with didn't want this film. This, this film. Good so old Harvey didn't want editing. this film uh, out. He he hated it. He he did not like this film. I mean, yeah. I'm not defending Harvey Weinstein. He's a terrible person, but he did not like this film and actively yeah, worked to sabotage it. So there you go. Having a having two brain cells to rub together and scream as they're torturing them is not the same as being a good human being. So I'll give him that. He probably looked at this and went, "This is fucking terrible." It's such a, and it's such a disappointment because if it had ended with the train crashing and then Chris Evans waking up in a box next to next to old boy, that would that little bit would have been great. I would have been like, "Oh, I get it now." Like they're just in a facility somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would have been fine, and I would have thought, oh, this is a really good movie. And maybe people thought that's what mm -hmm. happened at the end when 
because humanity is doomed in this film. Like it, it's played so straight, human humankind is over because there's may. I mean, you have to assume at least a few other people survived. But no, you don't. That's that. They were going. They should all be jelly. <laughs> they should all be jelly. But apparently, the power of hugging protects you. Um, I mean, at least they got some food. There's plenty of corpses around, and they're not above it. So you know. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, they're not hunting down. They're gonna be dead in seven minutes. I'm just—they're not hunting down polar bears. That bear is gonna hunt them. Actually, the bear will probably ignore them, and maybe they'll go like live in its cave and huddle up to it like cubs, and then you'll just have human polar bear society, and that's how we get um, the golden compass. There you go. I oh sweet Jesus! I just tied that together. This is the this is the origin of the golden compass. Is what happens. That that I I I, I'll give that a dollar. I'll give (laughs) that a dollar. No, but I mean. I, I definitely buy a dollar, ah. buy that for a dollar. All right, folks, I think we've kind of hit as all we can on Snowpiercer. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Good, the Bad, and the Nerdy Movie Podcast. Please hit us up on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we are we're about to hit our 100th episode, so well, this has been a fantastic round. We're still go, we're still keep this going, guys. You got any final words? <laughs> my mother said this is going to give her nightmares. Oh, <laughs> uh, my final words is, why is it a fucking train? All right, I'm done. <laughs> folks, 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 please. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you are a fan of the movie or of Fight the Me show, <laughs> trust me. And uh, I think right. we're gonna end uh. it there. <laughs> uh. All right, guys, that was a great one. I'll have to post it tomorrow.